All right, Portal Party fans, we've got a lot to discuss on today's show. It's going to feel real Duke heavy because a lot of people are saying Duke is the way too early top team when it comes to basketball. Kyle Filipowski decided that he was going to return Jeremy Roach's test in the waters, but it feels real returnish if he wants to make a nice run. We'll talk about if Duke is real potential to defend their ACC championship as well as take home a bigger piece of hardware. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, it's always interesting. Back in the day, we used to talk about guys testing the waters, dipping their toe. There used to be a time when guys couldn't even dip their toe. They had either had to be all in, all out when it came to deciding about the NBA. But that is not necessarily the case in this day and age when it comes to college basketball. Jeremy Roach is testing the waters when it comes to the NBA draft while keeping right, maintaining his eligibility. Kyle Filipowski decided he wants to stay at Duke a little bit longer, some unfinished business, if you will. Kyle Filipowski's return has sparked a lot of people to say, listen, the Blue Devils are the best team here in the nation already. Call it, claim it, Shire and the boys. You see some hardware hanging some banners when it's all said and done. Kenton, welcome to Locked on ACC. I think we've got lots to cover on today's show. These triangle teams can't fool me again. <laughs> Y'all got me one time buying into the hype. But in the words of the big Aristotle, Shaquille O'Neal, you can't fool me. I'm familiar with your game. hundred percent. Welcome to today's edition. Make sure you check out Locked on ACC wherever you listen to podcasts as well as subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've got a lot going on here. All the teams we like to talk about. We've got some football, basketball action happening in this spring, soon to be off season, but good content. None the less. As we go through this episode, make sure that you just subscribe, give us some comments and feedback in real time. All right. So Kenton, Kyle Filipowski returning to Duke, did all the pomp and circumstance, the announcement, you know, gave the whole, you know, I feel like I have more things to do. I want to come back and win. Cool. I definitely thought Kyle, with who he is and his stature, what he brings to the game, draft seeming a little weak to me, he probably had a good chance to go make some money. Yeah, Duke, he just did y'all a solid. This yeah. is, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer in get paid players, do what y'all want to do. But I also know when players have money still on the table to be made. I don't think there's a ton of money on the table for Kyle. I think that, again, people know who he is. Like, if unless he – even if he breaks out next year and has a spectacular season, unless he shows things that nobody knew was, was in his bag, like, unless he does things that are are – you know, otherworldly for him. It's like, eh, I mean, we know who you are. You congratulations right. on getting better at doing it. And you know, that's great. But like we, you're probably not going to be projected as a number one or two pick in, in any upcoming drafts. Definitely not that, but I think he's pretty much a plumley with a fancier name, respectfully. <laughs> plumley has had a nice little career, the blonde haired one. No? You don't see the vibe. You can't. You, listen, can't, you can't see the vision. You can't see the vision. Listen, okay. I, I rock with with Plum Dog Millionaire, the uh, the the Detroit Pistons legend that he is. Kyle Filipowski a little better than that. Okay, a little better. 
a lot better, Candace. He's okay. a lot better than that. Hey, <laughs> but my point is Plumley is in the lead doing his thing. So why is Kyle wasting his time in Durham? Like, go ahead and make your money, young king. You saw what happened to the other Plumleys. They you know, they they TV is playing Sabado Gigante at 8 p.m. <laughs> okay, that's what's going on. So sure. I mean, you know, I, I don't again. I think that Kyle is, is above the Plumley, uh, the Plumley level per se. Um, I think that he is a lot of what the modern big man is. Um, again, the the limitations in terms of lateral movement and all that are they just are what they are, right? He's a little, he a little stiff. Call it what it is. He could he could use a little ballet, little Pilates in the off season. I'm sure he has access to that, you know. And and, that's, and here's the thing. This is why I say like if he shows if he puts up you know, 25 and 12 next year, right? Fairly efficient, all that good stuff is, you know, a fairly decent rim protector and all that and, and rebounder no, and really good rebounder. Nobody's going to be like, oh, no, we didn't know Kyle was this last year. Like, nobody's going to say that. Nobody's going to say, oh, no, we didn't know he could shoot last year. We didn't know that he could finish around the basket at a decent level last year. We didn't know this. Like, it's going to be love like, the good block party, all the things, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, we know who you are. We know you. We we're we know your game, buddy. We know it. We've seen it. So, what would you think would make him stay? Is it having? Is it? I mean, you won an ACC championship. That's a good little bolt to the resume. You talk about you know what you want to do during your time in college. Is it the championship run that he's eager for? Is it doing it with the teammates, the new classes coming in? Like, I don't see the draw, especially in today's game especially if people are telling you you have an opportunity to make some big money. It's clearly not about the money for him. Yeah, that is clearly not about the money. Maybe he wants the legacy. Maybe he wants a national championship, all that good stuff. Maybe that's what he values. But, like, you're not getting the Christian Leitner legacy. You're not getting the J.J. Reddick legacy. Like, what legacy are you looking to create here in the game with it's very hit or miss. I'm always having to learn a new roster over there in Durham. It doesn't matter what team you're on. It doesn't matter how many national championships your team has. If you hang a banner, you've hung a banner, period. If but you, you beat you beat UNC twice. Like, you've done all the, like, checkbox things as a Blue Devil. You know, like, what more do you need? If you hang a banner and you walk away with one of them fat rings, that's something that nobody can take away from you. You know what I mean? Even if you are what your NBA floor projection is, even if that's the guy that you are, right? And you've all, you've pulled the wool over all of our eyes and you're, you know, G-leaguer at best. Nobody can ever take away that ring from you. Which I don't believe he's a G-leaguer. I'm just saying that's his absolute floor. Yeah, I don't think he's a two-way player, but I also feel like at the end of the day, you know, when you look at Kyle Filipowski and Duke, it's it's not even I wanted to test the waters. I'm coming back. Right. I didn't even want to see what my profile was, what I need to work on, what I need to improve. So I really think that speaks to what you're saying. Like we pretty much know where it is. Like the kid just wants to be a Duke. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Maybe he just loves Duke's campus. He just loves the the brotherhood, as they call it. And that, that means a lot to him. I mean, listen, sometimes I'm not I'm not knocking it. Listen, I just love how like you when it comes to talking about UNC, you have this like quirk about you, but when you talk about Duke, you can just like be very nonchalant and vibe with it. Yeah, because I don't have no problems with Duke. Yeah, you know, <laughs> more power to him. More power to him. You don't have no problems with Duke until I talk about their football team. That's fine. I don't have a problem with their football team. I don't have no problems with them. 
Because I didn't you had a problem they, with them in their six game win. No, because I didn't believe they win six games. I got a problem with them. I don't you believe mean, you Virginia didn't believe will, in them. I don't believe Virginia will win six games next year in, in terms of football. I don't have a problem with that team. I don't think that like oh I hate you have them. a problem with that coach. Like we don't have to digress. I don't have a problem with Tony yet. Well, I okay. do not have a problem okay. with Tony. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Again, the Virginia Tech and Coach Pry. I don't have a problem with Coach Pry. I don't think that's a six win team next year. I don't have a problem with him. I'm just I just don't think that's a six win team. See how we see how we get here. We're supposed to be here. We're supposed to be talking about football, uh, basketball. See, can't even say it. We're supposed to be talking about Phil, Kyle Filipowski and dude. But that my, my point is my point is if I don't have a I can think that you're not going to be successful and not have a problem with you. I like Coach Pry. I like him a lot. Mm. I don't think that team's getting get six wins. Okay, well, Plumley Plumley with some gumbo sauce, you know, is just gonna be right on fine. I'm disrespecting that man. Stop that. He is not a Plumley with a Gucci belt. Please, Plumley. There we go. You feeling the vibes? You feeling the vibes? All right, we're gonna talk about not only Kyle Filipowski, but Jeremy Roach's decision to stay and test the waters, halfway stay. You know, wade in the water type of vibes. But first, looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all of the sugar and calories, and you need to taste the best protein bar ever. Ever built is something that you must try healthy and it tastes amazing seriously so amazing you you won't even think that they're good for you and more important than that they're 100 covered in dark chocolate real dark chocolate that is and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro peanut butter brownie and cookies and cream not sure how built does it but the bars taste just like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 13 grams of protein. Go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors at Built.com. Again, if you're close to a Sam's Club, you can get a 13 box. Or if you're at Walmart, you can pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. All of that sounds delicious. Make sure you try out our friends at Built Bar. Rocking and rolling with Kenton Gibbs. We're talking through Duke, who could be the number one team in the country because Jeremy Roach could come on back. He could find himself a new home. Now, when you think about Jeremy Roach, you talked about pretty much know what we're getting. Do you feel about Kyle Filipowski? Do you feel that way about Jeremy Roach? Do you think he is better off going ahead and trying his best to be a two-way player, maybe even a solid guard in the NBA, or go ahead and be a college student one more go? Jeremy, come on back. Stop playing with these people and wasting their time. <laughs> Jeremy, stop playing. Stop putting his players that are actually trying to get looked at by them coaches out there and you out there messing around. But bring your tail back. Come on. Why don't you think Jeremy is draft worthy? Is it because he's been there been there so long? Like yeah. Kyle is, you only been there so short. What are you saying for? You've already gotten this nod of like, all right, you got it. Jeremy, on the other hand, has never gotten the, all right, you got it. Go ahead. What you do? You wasted your time here. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What does Jeremy Roach do at an NBA level? He's really talented. IQ on point. You know what I'm saying? Great floor he's, general. Great he's assist. He's really talented at what? He's really assisting. talented. Assisting. Oh, so he he sets up offenses at a at a really high clip. Okay, I, I like it. I like it. Who would you say is his comparison in the NBA? Who would you say Jeremy Roach's playing style reminds me of this guy? Now you know I'm not no comp queen. Maybe Fred Van Fleet. <laughs> and he took a very unorthodox path to get to the NBA and now he balling. Yeah. What's up? What's the other boy? What's the other boy who played? Kyle Lowry. There we go. Jeremy, stop wasting those people's time. 
Kyle Lowry can pick comp. They can't be. I'm, I'm thinking of like short stouts. Jeremy Del Monte wrote, stop wasting them people time and go back to Durham. Stop it. Stop playing. You didn't acknowledge my comps. Or is that not close? I'll, I'll tell you this. Kyle Lowry, you're in the, in the area. I, I feel it. I feel it. I get where you're going. Van Vliet, mm, that's a little tougher for me. That's a little tough. Who is your comp for Jeremy Roach? I don't have one. <laughs> I don't think that he's an NBA player. I he's don't a, look he, at him. He's going to be a ball, ball and say so baller. Hello. <laughs> he, him and Armando are going to be on a team together. My brother in Christ, I heard that the Guangdong Tigers have an absolutely amazing insurance package. I've heard that they take care of their citizens over there, boy. I heard that that healthcare over there be bussing. Life expectancy, 80 plus. Crazy. Honestly, I think a Euro team is going to be pretty elite from some of these guys who are in their fourth and fifth year in college basketball. Armando, Jeremy, at this point, Jesse's looking good. Jesse Edwards, even though he should be going to the league, but he playing with his food. I'm going to tell you, you know, I... Kobe's dad was playing over in Italy, right? Jelly Bean Bryant, you know, none of them are him. <laughs> Go on, bring your tell on back. Come on. So make your money. So, but I mean, what is NIL money to Jeremy at this point? And maybe that's all there is to him for at this point. I mean, hey, maybe NIL money ain't hidden like that for you, Jeremy. Sure, whatever. But that being said, again, I heard that Lithuania's weather ain't great this time of the year. I heard it ain't great. You know what I mean? And, and LaMelo He's Ball. He's going to Puerto Rico for sure. LaMelo Ball ain't playing over there no more. They ain't there in those games on Facebook Live. My brother in Christ. Come on back. Yeah. Come back to Duke. So him coming back, let's talk about the fact that Duke still with Proctor could be a very good team, whether it's Jamie, whether it's Proctor leading at the guard position. I, I feel like Duke is going to be a problem next year. You're very much on mute. That's a very legitimate thing. That's a very legitimate thing. He, they could, he's a good college player. I, and, and this is the thing. When I say stuff like this, a lot of people like to get in on and say, who is he? He's calling him a bad player. No, there are plenty of very good college players, even great college players that when they go to the league, I'm looking at you, Tyler Hansbrough. I'm looking at multiple players. I'm looking at multiple players, not just Tyler Hansbrough. Looking at multiple players that in college, you were the man. And then that NBA game, brother, it hits different. It hits different, and it's not for you. And that's, that's, you know, Jeremy, come on, come on. You and Proctor will be a great one-two punch. It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be so good. You can mentor Proctor and all that good stuff. Yeah, it'll be great. So you think Shire pretty much has a solid look next year to be defending ACC champions, repeat, and be a Final Four team? Yeah, they bring in almost everybody. Did Lively go to the draft? Did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they they bring in almost everybody back. They'll they'll be you know in contention for one of the top. Mark Mitchell and sorry, Derek Whitehead is leaving. Yeah, they, they'll you know they're bringing back a good good group, bringing in a good group as well. Um, and like I said, Jeremy Rutch ain't going nowhere. He ain't going. Nowhere. So, you know, uh, yeah, there could be look, hell, there could be a coaching position or something like that. We saw uh, Jefferson take on that role when he graduated and the league didn't quite work out for him. So I think there's always going to be that Duke family situation. So, yeah. 
Jeremy, they need a guard coach, baby. Emil don't know how to coach the guards. You know what I mean? Is, is Nolan still there? I thought Nolan left. Did he leave? He went to Louisville. Where have you been? Yeah, yeah. He went to Louisville. Jeremy, there's a spot for you. He might not be in Louisville much longer anyway. Um, now, hello. You better snatch and grab that spot, Jeremy. You better not go over there and play uh, uh, La Liga El Balancesto. You better not go over there, brother. You better get your spot. You better get in your spot and snatch and grab it because Nolan might be on the market real soon. A thousand percent. Duke has been the topic of conversation for today's show, but it's even crazier the fact that we're talking about Celeste Taylor, who I mentioned at the top of the hour, who's entering the transfer portal. Carol Lawson's top player, Agent Zero, has decided that she does not want to return to the Blue Devils. She could still, you know, we know the transfer portal is never final technically, but it's amazing to see her, you know, big rollout video of wanting to return to college basketball for her COVID year and then to find herself not in Durham. It's very interesting. Celeste Taylor, what happened? What is going on? What is I'm confused. I know that this is the nature of the beast and all that, but a lot of these women who are leaving, I'm legitimately perplexed. I'm legitimately I guess has the has the woman's game changed so much to where this is like they're treating it like the free agency of the men's side and there's so many more offers, so many more opportunities out there cuz like to me the traject the fall off between top teams and mm, mediocre teams in college women's college basketball is still pretty great. I mean, I'm just confused because again, I'm always a, a firm believer in if you're going to transfer, let it be for a situation that's better for you, that's good for you, all that. Uh, Celeste, how much, how much better does it get? And don't get me wrong, I know there are other teams with more talent than Duke. I'm not arguing that there aren't, but. Defensive player of the year, leading scorer, you're going to get the shots. You're going to be the the lead. You're going to be the leader of that pack. You're going to be the, the top dog. What's one of the best stat lines in college women's basketball history? Yeah, I'm just, I'm very confused. You know what I mean? Did, what, did Kara say something wrong to you? Did you <laughs> say something wrong to Kara? What's going on? Like, what's, what's happening? A hundred percent. I think just the landscape every single day, we're talking about somebody different entering the portal, trying to find a new home and all of that stuff. I'll tell you this. If, if both her and Haley Van Lith are going to championship contenders, that's really ugly and nasty. And that is exactly what many people. So like in that instance, that would be women's basketball becoming what everybody warned would happen with the transfer portal. Everybody warned that all of the mid-level or even good teams would just be feeder programs for the great teams. And if those two go to high-level championship teams, then the people who said that will have their moment to point and say, ah, see, we told you about the thing, and this is the thing. Well, to me, I'm kind of looking at it as if you can't handle the women's ACC, good luck in wherever you go next, because this is a gauntlet of athletics in terms of women's basketball. I mean, I – Again, I, if they're leaving to go be with teams that are more likely to win championships, I, I guess. Who in the ACC was? It? I mean, Virginia Tech literally was in the Final Four. What, what were we talking about? It ain't. It, it ain't like there's ACC programs that aren't pretty much contenders. That's, that's the part that confuses me. Y'all have the ability to do it. Yeah. Y'all have the ability to take your teams to that level. Y'all have the ability to make your teams that. Look at so many teams out of the ACC and what's happened with these teams that have led to the belief that, hey, ACC is one of the best basketball. ACC women's basketball is the best. 
or at worst, a best top two. And, and you can't really say they're Lord and two in terms of conference. The best team out of ACC always goes deep in the tournament. Always, always. So what are we, what are we doing here? What's going on? It's, it's silly at this point, but it'll be interesting to see where she lands. And, you know, the nature of this beast is as much as we want to talk about football is not happening. I will say this, so spring games are popping up. Kenton is going to be doing the next couple of episodes by himself talking about some of these great programs and looking forward to hearing that coverage while I'm away. But guys, always come back. Listen to Locked on College Basketball if you want more content, more in-depth analysis of this draft process, as well as some football content around the Locked on College the Locked On Podcast Network, because we're your team every day. We make us your first listen and more. We appreciate you always listening, vibing with us. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On ACC. Follow us again on social media, or excuse me, on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel for Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.